0: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Welcome, 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 welcome. This is the Air Hustling Podcast with your favorite host,
2: James and Eric.
0: What is up everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Ear Hustling Podcast. As you can see, several people on the screen just like normal, but today is a different kind of show. Today we are do not have guests on the show. We actually have co-hosts. We brought some friends in. See, Eric was supposed to be off today. He was going to play hooky, but he decided to come in anyway. So we were going to replace him with three wonderful people. So Eric, we're not even going to let you talk. Uh, right now, we're going to kick the show off. Yep, see, mute you. We're going to kick the show off with Miss Erica. Let her introduce herself and tell us about her podcast.
1: Of course. Well, hi, guys. I'm Erica Fernandez. The podcast is finally coming up this week. Last week was just not it. You know, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but as seasoned podcasters, I'm sure that one of those days, it's like, you know what? I'm not doing this today. You just need to take a mental health and just get it out the next week. So it's finally coming this week. I actually just uh, produced the topics about an hour ago. I looked at them and I said, "Alright, I'm I'm confident in this. We're going to do this this week."
0: Awesome. And what's the name of your show, Erica?
1: Of course. Well, it's going to be called The curls and in... Sorry, <laughs> I already messed it up. <laughs> the <laughs> Girls and Sports Podcast with Erica Fernandez. So I was talking to Ben and he said, you know, I think that you should just keep it to what people know you as. And you could just put in the description what the show is about. So don't spend too much time thinking about that. So I said, you know, you're right. Might as well make awesome. life a little bit easier.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Well, welcome. We're looking forward to uh, some very interesting conversations tonight, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys, for having
0: me. No problem. Wally. Even though you got that Laker hat on, it's all
3: good. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, First of all, listen, peace to my boy. (laughs) Second, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. I'm Wally Hippolito. I'm the host of the Off the Stoop podcast. My podcast is based on society. It's labeled as society and culture, which means I can talk about anything, everything I want. Um, I met Eric and Eric, Ben, and James through our group where we talk about sports. And Off the Stoop is really – it's a weekly show where I talk about literally anything and everything. Uh, I like to think I'm funny sometimes. There's a little bit of narcissism when you listen to me speak. Um, <laughs> but You're honest. yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna be a narcissist, I'm gonna be honest about it. But I also okay. like to have a good time and talk with other people and really, as narcissistic as it is, I like to learn from other people as well. So, you know, it's never just gonna, be, I hope it's not always just gonna be me on the show. And we're about 22, 23 episodes in. But yeah, the show is going great and I'm having a great time podcasting.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now the man, the myth, the legend, the owner of BS3 Radio, which the Ear Hustling Podcast is <laughs> very happy to be a part of. Ben,
4: what's going on, sir? What's going on, man? Glad glad to be on with you guys. I've been doing podcasting for uh, about four years. Um, you know, love doing it. Love uh, sharing what I know and... I do a couple podcasts myself, and it's it's a joy, man. Glad to be here.
0: So Ben, I got a specific question for you. I saw a clip today. I haven't had a chance to listen yet. Tell us about the lemon
4: pepper privilege. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So uh, Al High, who's uh, part of BSC Radio as well, he did an episode called Lemon Pepper Privilege. Uh, we all know it's related to to Lou Will. Will had to get his lemon pepper wings. I mean, hey, <laughs> who doesn't like lemon pepper? So I mean, I'm all right with that. But um, it was related to a player on the Seahawks as a rookie that decided he wanted to try to sneak his girlfriend in and dress her up as a player. And he doesn't have the lemon pepper privilege because it's his first year. Man, you gotta you gotta earn your stripes. You gotta get in good with, with Russ first, with Russ Sierra and the kids before you can start doing any of that. So. <laughs> That That's what the whole episode was about. I came on on the end and did uh, a high five is what he does, just talking about five topics. But it, it, that was one of the best titles of the year right there.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. I, it caught my attention. I'm definitely going to give that a listen. So, Eric, how you feeling today, man?
2: Man, I'm feeling All right, good.
0: let's get into the show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, how you feeling, man?
2: You know what? Well, you just begging I me. Mean, you, you know, you're lucky a lady present. Me and you will talk off camera. <laughs>
4: You guys are perfect for each other,
2: man. Me and him, we're like—I don't know—loyal and hearty. Water the and oil. Would be reduced down to two people, we would be the two Stooges.
0: Beavis <laughs> and Butthead.
2: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually a pretty. I'm glad you didn't say Cagney and Lacey.
0: Yeah, no, no, won't go there. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we got three wonderful topics. I cannot wait to get into. Uh, so let's start it off with the first one, the 2003 NBA draft. <coughs> Eric and I talk about this quite often. Ben's already shaking his head. <laughs> Eric and I talk about this often. To bring everyone up to speed who don't remember, first overall, of course, was LeBron James
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to the to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number two was Darko Milicic to the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. I'm a Detroit Piston fan, as y'all can see. So is Eric. That is one of his teams. So the question is, we left Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Bosch on the board and went for Darko, among, among others. others. Yes, among others. But those are probably the three biggest names. <laughs> Should we have drafted someone other than Darko with that pick? So I want to open it up to anyone who wants to share. Okay, are you asking that question? That must, I am
4: asking that question. That that should be a statement. That that is not a question at all. <laughs> should you should have done oh You should God. have did whatever to get LeBron. LeBron was he was already on the podium. He was already on the stage, already knowing he was the first round pick. I mean, he if you were, if anybody remembers that draft, he he almost walked out for a minute and it was like, oh, we haven't started yet, LeBron. And then he came back and he was like, oh, okay, I'll be ready right here in the wings. You know, whenever <laughs> you're ready to bring me out, but. That, that was probably one of the worst uh i'm sorry one of the worst picks could have possibly made all those other guys are future hall of famers so yeah that's that's a clear cut wrong way to go okay all right fair
0: enough so uh eric we're gonna we're gonna wait for you you gonna go fourth you love number four
3: so um <laughs> wally erica what y'all think of course
1: uh, no i was gonna say go ahead
3: yeah well um Honestly, this is gonna be a little controversial, but I like it. I think it was actually a decent pick for decent. Let for, me who,
2: myself.
3: for who they had at the time and what kind of team they were trying to form. I think if they had anybody, if they had Carmelo, he he kind of would have he kind of would have shaken up the lineup a little bit. Remember, you guys had a young Tayshon Prince. Melo was not going to stay behind him, and Melo has never in his life developed a defense, any defensive liability. And I think Darko Milicic was decent. I, would, I would have won over that second overall pick was getting Dwayne Wade. He was a guy who I think would have been okay coming off the bench as a six man and eventually moved into the superstar role when Hamilton and Chauncey were getting old. Okay. All right. Erica?
1: Well, I remember I read this article maybe a year or so ago, and they were talking about Andre Drummond's um, being drafted, and then they related it back to Draco. And I couldn't help but laugh about it because I said, you know, I could see how the writer could make the distinction with how poor of a draft pick it was. Like you guys just said, there were so many other opportunities and the fact that he has, you know, the youngest um, NBA player to win but yet other players were making fun of him. Like I think it was earlier this year that Melo forgot that he was drafted, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. I remember mm-hmm. briefly seeing it, but you know, he stays getting disrespected and rightfully so. I don't it was very much a mediocre career in order for him to have been drafted number two. So I think that we always think about who was drafted second. And usually the guys who are drafted second are either forgotten or still trying to live up to the first draft pick. But
4: this one was definitely a fail. Okay. I'm lucky in
1: 2004
4: to win. One. One, one, one thing I wanted to add, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, please. I, I think we, we've been on this – the NBA has been on this train, which they've done a great job, at, at building a worldwide NBA game. So people from all countries, people from all areas. And I think the Pistons kind of fell in the trap of like, hey, we can get – the next this guy or the next mm. Dirk or the next whoever. And it, honestly there is not another Dirk. There is not another yeah. there won't be another Luca. Luca is a freak of nature himself. So I think what happens is you kind of fall in this trap of thinking you can you can get a foreign player that maybe not a pe- lot of people knew or maybe a lot of people might have been going after. And it just didn't work out. And that's I mean that's what happens honestly. In the hindsight, we can all look back and say all of these other guys were better. But, you know, that that could be a part of the, you know, scenario or the situation. Mm-hmm. Fair. Okay. Eric, you've been chomping at the bit. You got <laughs>
0: something to say. I know. Just don't burst my bubble and steal my notes like you did on our previous episode. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> he did that. He stole my notes. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Please proceed. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Mm, got you. Keep that say. in mind. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, LeBron James, Darko Milicic, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade were the first five picks in the NBA draft that year. Uh, all of the, the popular folks. Going on down the line, Chris came in, who was a pretty serviceable center, played 13 years in the league. Um, actually, we'll just go down a little further. Oh, who was this at number 18? David West. Definitely, you know, better than average serviceable. Uh NBA champion. You know, he played on a couple of NBA championship teams. Josh Howard, who was actually the last pick in the first round of that draft, too. Uh doesn't really get a lot of mention. Uh Steve Blake was there. Oh my goodness. Uh Zsa Zsa, I didn't even know that he was in that class. Mo Williams. The Pistons, it was almost impossible for them to blow this. How? How? Okay, I can understand that the Pistons had like a stacked team. Uh, Deep, we had Memo core uh, Corliss Williams, and these were just the folks that were coming off the bench. Uh, Lindsey Hunter, Mike James. Of course, you had, you know, the starting five. If we were the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich really wouldn't have cared about how a person would react to coming off the bench. You're on a championship team. You get a chance to develop. You're not going to... Um, a typical lottery team pick who has like no future. The Pistons were in the midst of a run. I do not know how you could possibly bypass on four other people. The one blank in, in that gets shot out of a gun, the Pistons picked. So I don't buy that, you know, Tayshaun wouldn't have did this or whatever. Hey, this was a Larry Brown coach team. You play when I tell you to play. If you don't play, well, too bad. So I don't, I don't buy that argument. Um, Darko rode so far behind the bench, it, it wasn't even funny. And when he does finally get into the game and plays some meaningful minutes during the NBA Finals, he goes up for a dunk and what does he do? <laughs> he breaks his hand. <laughs> he breaks his hand. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> the man broke his hand. I I, I, I can't believe it. There just shouldn't be any... There, there's no excuse for that. There, there's just no excuse for that. I don't see... How the Pistons drafted him, why they drafted him. I don't even know how he stayed in the league 10 years, to be honest. And the man's gonna be known as an NBA champion. In his first season, he did nothing. Mm-hmm. So can can anybody please explain to me what sort of scouting were we doing? And I get it. The next Gasol, the next Dirk. No, I, I get it. But there was no footage on him. It's not like he was like, like Luca, who was, you know, tearing up the Euro League wind up winning like an MVP in a championship in the euro in the euro league before he even hit 20. and then we get to the nba he tears the nba up you know that's a person in a skilled position you see the skill set he was playing in like world championships so you could see luca against nba level talent and make a fair evaluation how do we make a fair evaluation about darko and that's still killing the pistons franchise to this day that's all i'm to say because i'm going to start winding and complaining and, and too late you already did mind. So like, want to sound like a why. Can,
3: can I ask this? Can I ask yeah. this? So if say say the Pistons won one more during that run, and Darko averaged maybe nine points and maybe seven rebounds or like five or six rebounds, would he? Would it be a completely different narrative if if he had those stats and another ring to to his name? So why do
0: you? I'm gonna let the naysayers answer that one, Wally. <laughs> they're 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 bullying you, brother. But don't worry, I got your back. I'm waiting for my hey, chance. No, I'm, if, I'm...
4: If, if he if he would have had some quality minutes, if he would have been a six man of the year, if he would have been like a Lou Williams, like a Montres Herald or, you know, of right now, mm-hmm. then yeah, the narrative would have definitely been different. But the way him being a a, a farmer now or whatever he's doing right now.
2: A <laughs> very rich
4: farmer. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's fine. That's fine. But he's a farmer right now. He's not a he's not an NBA, you know, any any anything related to the NBA. But it would definitely change, yeah. If he, if he had quality minutes, they won another chip, and he was instrumental in them winning it, or at least putting in, you know, averaging a double-double or something, yeah, it would have definitely made a difference.
0: So here's what I got to say. Wally, I got your back 100% you definitely made some points in, uh, in, in some of the things that uh, I was gonna say as well. I definitely think it was a smart pick. And here's the reason why. Well, here's the reason why. Now, of course, we're looking back in hindsight and saying how great of a career that the other three guys have had, as well as some of the names that you mentioned, Eric. But in hindsight, in hindsight, what happened at that time Joe Dumars was the team of, uh, vice. I'm sorry, the president of basketball operations. He right. made it very clear that he was drafting Darko for potential and he was going to be a project. The team that we had, as Wally mentioned point guard, Chauncey Billups none of the other guys, the three I'm not going to talk about the guys you mentioned later on in the first round. No one played his position the D Wade, the Carmelo, the Bosch. They didn't play his position, so he was good. Rip Hamilton. Now you got competition between Rip and Dwayne Wade. Yes, Wally, you're right. D-Wade may have taken a step back and said, I'll come off the bench. He was coming from Marquette, little-known school. That's very possible. Yes. You got Tayshaun, Carmelo. Carmelo was not going to take a backseat to no one. He he had a diva attitude, I I feel, and he would have came in and he would have caused some chemistry issues um, coming in. Chris Bosch would you really want Chris Bosh over Rasheed Wallace? That's my, my question. So Darko was the best choice at the time. He was going to be someone that you could develop. It in my opinion, it shows that it was a success, successful pick because they didn't even freaking need him. He, they put him on the end of the bench. They still won the championship. They went 73 straight games with the same starting lineup. He did not cause any sort of chemistry issues in that lineup. Once again, who do you take off the floor to put one of those other three guys? That's what I say. Yes, he was a bust. The only way I changed my 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 answer is if some kind of way, Eric, you brought to my attention, I don't remember this, that Cleveland was considering taking Darko number one. I don't remember that at all. But if they picked anyone other than LeBron, that's the only way you change that. LeBron was a different kind of cat, you know, and absolute last thing, Detroit has done their best ball uh, playing basketball without a superstar we i think we can agree on that The uh the 89 90 bad boys bad boys that's right did not have a superstar isaiah thomas was the closest thing you know but he wasn't the the birds the magic the jordans he wasn't that kind of guy he still was a household name yes but he was a guy that that played team ball um and in the the team that we're talking about there was not one single superstar on that 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 team so that's my take. Wally, you're right. I'm sorry. There, let's just end it now. Right? <laughs> Good
3: episode. Good episode, guys. See y'all later. There, there, uh, there's, yeah. always,
4: there's always the story at the number two. Or yeah. the number one that should have been picked at number two. You look at Jordan and uh, I can't remember that guy's name. His name was Sam something. Dan Dan <laughs> that guy. Yeah. You think of Greg Oden and, and uh, Kevin Durant. You think of all these, it could have gone a different way. Yep. But the uh, only thing I'm going to say to you to, to, to come back, kind of what you said, James, is imagine if you did put LeBron on that team, though. Like, who cares that Rip Hamilton wasn't going to get minutes over LeBron? Like, they, I don't even know if they even considered it a, a pick. I don't even know if it was like in a conversation. But I, to your point, Darko, if that was a project, the project uh on the end of it didn't really work out i don't think uh, it could have been different if you would have had either one of those guys i i, I think
2: that project, yeah you're right
0: it didn't work out overall but you know they still went to six straight eastern conference finals they went to um two two nba finals you know so they still had a hell of a run so
3: I have a question do
2: you does anybody think darko would have developed had there been a g league when he got drafted Mm. Like yeah, that. probably. Yeah. So you yes, think you'd be better had they been is. in G League? Because remember, G League is a relatively new concept. It is. So it you, is. you you get folks like him. Yeah. You know, first year doesn't work out. Send him down to the G League, and then how long do you wait for him to develop? It's not like this is a uh, Major League Baseball where you have a farm system that you can develop yeah. for years. You're paying big money for a first round overall uh, for the second overall pick in the draft salary is already slotted. So that's funds that are allocated to that position. How long do you take to develop the second overall pick in a draft? He essentially should be a six man minimum if not starting on most teams.
3: Well, I think that, I think you give him a, I'm, I'm going by today's, uh, today's standards. Anthony Bennett is poss- possibly behind Kwame Brown for the worst overall, first overall pick of all time. But Anthony Bennett spent the last two years in the, in the G League. And for some reason, people keep calling him up. He was on the Timberwolves for a little bit. He was on the Nets for a while, maybe a couple games. So by that standard, I think that Darko could have had at least two or three years. Because big men take a long time to develop. I don't know how old Darko was, but in that era and in that league of the NBA, you, you got to let your big man develop, especially if you're going to go up against Shaq, uh, Ben Wallace at practice, Tim Duncan, and maybe David, was David Robinson still in the league yet? Or did he retire? Yeah, I think he was on his way out. Duncan was yeah. definitely there. So, yeah, but you're going up against these great centers and power forwards. I think you give them as much time within maybe like a three or four-year range. And like like uh, like James said, it wasn't hurting him. And I understand salary cap plays a big uh, plays a big role in it all but in the G League you can pay people pennies and they'll still play yep. you know what? You know just... one
0: thing I'll add to uh, when he left the Pistons if, if, and I'm, I'm looking at some information here now when he left the Pistons in 2006 he mm-hmm. went back to Serbia to play ball there and he actually averaged 16.2 points per game at that time so he had skills he was a really young guy you know, and it just didn't translate into the NBA game for whatever reason.
4: And that, and this, the, the you're right about that. I mean, the simple fact is the NBA, your game may not translate from overseas to the NBA. It's not a, it's not a shocker. I mean, it's happened with a lot of other talents where, oh, this, this guy is going to be the superstar of our team. And it doesn't end up that way. And you, it's a 50-50 shot. When Luka got drafted, I'm a Mavs fan. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't want him to draft Luca because you just don't know if this freakish talent is going to be good when it comes to NBA. And I was. I was. I was proved wrong, and I'm on the Luca train now, so it's all good.
2: And, and let's not forget uh, Christoph Porzingis. A lot of people right. thought that he was going to be soft because of like how slim he is, but uh, Porzingis is very strong. Seven. What is he like? Seven three, seven four. Very, very skilled. So. Right. Um, and he was a dog over, you know, in the, uh, in the Euroleague. Uh, so when they drafted him, so it's like, you know, it, and this is actually making me even more upset now that I think about it, because every high level draft pick other than Darko was successful. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, for real? Like, man, you know what? Joe Dumars needs to make this up to us. So while he's over there in Sacramento as the new general manager, he needs to drive like, he needs to draft a Darko just to kind of even things
0: out. <laughs> See, he don't have to he make nothing up. He's team. the one that got uh, got Ben Wallace and and someone else. I can't remember Chucky who it is. It's okay, Chucky e. Atkinson, a sign and trade for Grant Hill, and that played dividends for us. He did still build that championship team. He did. He still built that team. So if he had one screw-up, maybe two, um, I'm about to really piss you off, Charlie Villanueva. Uh, <laughs>
3: ooh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so anyway, anyway, we do have a comment from Facebook. Erica, you have a fan. Uh, Soleil said, all hell, Erica, school these jokers on sports. So you got you got a fan out there listening to you.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, Soleil. We appreciate that. <laughs> it wasn't you. You're not Erica. Right? I know.
1: I'm just messing with you Because our names are similar now. But honestly, like at the time, I don't mean to age you guys, but I was in junior high school, high school start. So I wasn't really paying attention too much to other teams, other if it wasn't the Spurs, not to be. In. So I'm here like, oh, that's right. Like, it's, it's all coming, slowly coming back to me. I, was, I always pay attention more to the West and to the Eastern Conference always.
0: Erica, did you just say that at that time you were in junior high school? Okay, it's definitely time to move on from this subject.
3: <laughs> why why, why did you even bring <laughs> that up, you might have been uh, as well, actually. She
0: brought it up
2: she no. brought it up why did you why did you reiterate
1: no. you did like all the topics. i literally was like why are we talking about the 2003 draft and i was like mm, you know what it's worth looking it up let's see what we're talking about wow.
0: <laughs> so when i brought up the 89 90s detroit bad boys you're like who the hell is that is that a nah, rap band Or
1: i paid attention i learned about that stuff
0: okay okay good you thank, have you, have thank good, you erica pretty- i appreciate <laughs>
1: that <laughs> of course right I a close friend of mine is a big Pistons fan. I'm just like, how are you from Brooklyn? From I mean also I'm from New York. I'm a Spurs fan. Like I don't even know but um but yeah. But I'm being I'm learning, which is all which is a good thing.
3: Wow. Well, I mean uh, I wouldn't be a New York fan either right now, so you're in good shape <laughs> for me.
1: Right? <laughs> right. Definitely.
3: All right, next conversation.
0: Fantasy football season is upon us. Does anyone play fantasy
4: football? I retired. I do. <laughs> you retired? You retired. What, what, what happened? You got to tell us what happened. Oh,
1: there yeah. was – so I joined – I don't know if you guys are <laughs> still close with your high school friends, but this was me trying to, oh, let me see if this, this group wants to get together and do it again, and it just became more about the money as opposed to the fun about it. You know, the whole pot – oh, can I have my $20 back? And I'm just like, yo, it's only $20. Like, if you want, I'll spot you. It's not that serious. So they took the fun out of it for me. I and like how you just do
0: a, took a shot at us. You was like, I don't know if y'all still know any of y'all high school friends. Like, it was just so long
2: ago for I us. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was in the
4: know, 1900s. To
1: to right?
2: We went to school, like, in the 1900s.
1: Nah, stop. No, but you know how people, like, they just disconnect from high school. that You can probably count on one hand how many high school friends you have. I know I can. I don't really mess with them like that, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but this was maybe about five years ago or so, and I won it once. This was, like, 2013 to 2014.
0: I won it. Well, Eric is still friends with some of his high school friends. Him and Jesus talk all the time. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I, I, guess better, I guess it's better Jesus than Satan, right? <laughs> true, true. Matter of fact, he's coming over for dinner tonight. Oh, good. <laughs> some, some oh. Burgers. <laughs> so, so in regards to fantasy football, what do you guys think the impact is going to be on NFL players opting out?
2: I think that uh, there's going to be some, obviously some uh, stars that are going to be developed because your A-level, A-lister stars aren't going to be playing. So it's it's definitely going to make fantasy a lot more interesting. Uh, mm. Folks that normally wouldn't get goals as a starter or, or primary backup are just going to pop up out of nowhere. So it's going to be really hard to predict who is going to perform well because all of the names are – well, most of the names are just foreign to us.
4: Mm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it is going to make a difference because, you know, a lot of these players that we're used to picking may not be there. Now I don't, you the major guys of the world, Zeke, Dak, all of these guys are not, you know, and I don't see them, you know, opting out. Uh but you know, you think of uh, your your if you're a fantasy football player, your your wide receiver, running back, tight end, your slot, you know, you're kind of your slot guy, those type of guys, you're gonna know, probably miss, you know, when it comes to fantasy football. So Ben, why you just call out Cowboys? What's that all about? <laughs> oh, because I'm a Cowboys fan. That's all that matters. What do you think? I about? mean, all I heard oh. was Zeke and Dak.
2: It's like there's other players, that's, you know. That,
4: that's all that matters. That's that's all that's in my world. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: And see, it is Ben is because of attitude like that's the reason why Jason Witten left.
4: Uh, he, he's old. Um, oh. uh, they they can have I Jason. The Giants
1: sideline the other day. I don't know if you guys saw the photo of him, and I'm like, well, he's really working for the Giants now. That that threw me off a little bit.
4: It's it's crazy, Wait. but Giants fans, you can have him. Hopefully, he screws it up for you.
2: You know, hopefully he just a game-winning catch on those pathetic Dallas Cowboys to secure the <laughs> NFC East. That, that would be poetic justice. Hey, don't get us cowboys? fired. Don't get us fired from our radio station. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-uh, Agree I'm with that man. Actually, no, I'm not. It, it'll be worth it. So it looks like it'll be the Ear Hustling Podcast with James and Guest. Yes. <laughs>
4: Names and others. Yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know. So, Willie, what do you think? You think it's going to have an impact? Well, they actually pat- – the deadline for opting out of the season already passed. Mm-hmm. But my, the biggest interest for me is on the week-to-week basis. You know, the waiver wires have always been like a hot thing. But I think now – I don't know about you guys, how you do your waivers, but my leagues, we play um, with auction dollars. So, you really have to think on a week-by-week basis how wow. you're going to – how you're going to spend those dollars or not spend those dollars. And it's even scarier now, like Ben said, because your stars may not – they'll be there when you draft, but are they going to be there during, I don't know, let's say championship week? Are they going to be there during the first week of playoffs? Or are they even going to be there in the middle of the season when you're on like a really good hot streak? It gets interesting also because then you're going to have to start getting – your wide receiver ones, backups. So how big are your roster spots going to be at that point? So it all kind of like plays together, and it, it, it's going to be a weird – it's going to be a weird toss-up of everything going on.
0: See, I honestly don't – and to Wally's point, I really don't see people who have already opted out. I don't see that being an impact on fantasy football. Because looking through the list, there is no real big sexy name that has said, I'm not playing this year. However, yeah. I think I think COVID is going to be more of an issue with fantasy football this year than, than I anything out because people are going to get sick, whether mm-hmm. it's the kind something my wife and I talk about, you know, it's coming up on the common cold season. So as soon yeah. as someone gets to sniffles and get a slight temperature from a normal cold, it's going to be like, oh my God, you might have COVID, go to quarantine. And how long is that going to last for a professional athlete? So I think that's going to be more of a, a concern than, um, than, than the opting out.
4: Yeah, the, the biggest story about all of this is clearly you can see that the bubble has been working. And the NFL, there's no way you can do an NFL bubble. So there, there's going to be scares. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but if you look at Major League Baseball, there's been a scare every single week. So yeah. it, there's going to be scares, and that's that's the major story. Yep.
1: And to um, piggyback off your point, um, I saw some. Someone was talking about this, like maybe about a week ago. They were talking about fantasy as well, and I found this point really interesting. That they were saying that some players might even overperform because the amount of fans. I'm sorry. Some sta- some arenas aren't allowing fans to participate. Obviously, they can't because of COVID, and there won't be there won't be any action. I'm sorry. There won't be any distraction like booze in the audience. So, which is a good thing. So I'm wondering if that's something that's also going to impact them going back to, to your point, James. And
0: stuff. Yeah. So you're, you're absolutely right. Now I, I'm just curious too on, on everyone where you live here. I am mean, in Atlanta, Atlanta, they just came out today and said the first two uh, games, there'll be no fans. What oh. is going around in, in you guys? And they're going to play it by ear from there. What's going on in you guys' neck of the woods as far as fans in, in, in the games?
4: <laughs> well, uh, Jerry, good old Jerry, uh, said he wants fans to be there. Um, Jerry's getting more old, uh, more senile. And uh, <laughs> I, honestly, honestly, I thought he had COVID, no joke, because I hadn't mm-hmm. seen him in months. And then he comes out and it's like, grace. He started talking about grace and all this. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But um, the, the Cowboys are trying to have fans there. I think that's a horrible idea. Uh, yeah. I think we, that is not something that we even need to go down. It, you need to wait until next season before you start bringing fans in, period. Mm. Well,
2: what, money, what money is it uh, for the NFL owners? I mean, I know that they've got the television contracts and all of that stuff, but think about how much money they make, uh, parking, concession, Merchandising. That's why a lot of these owners Mm -hmm. want to rush the fans back in. I I personally, I don't think that the NFL, because of the amount of physical contact and COVID, could be easily spread. So, Mm -hmm. and then how do you, how's the sideline going to look, for instance? How far away is everybody going to be away from each other? Is that going to affect substitutions? Um, Is that going to affect play calling? What happens if you have? A certain the huddle in package yeah. and, and everybody isn't close enough where you can just be like okay go 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 you know what we're going with whatever you know how how's that going to affect gameplay football is is about timing and and, and how is this going to work um even the offici the officials as far as them positioning themselves you know in between players How how is that going to work I'm, I'm just curious i know that maybe no one's thought about that but does anybody have any comments on how is that going to affect the game? Um, Trying to adhere to um, to social distancing? Do players, do they wear masks, you know, when they're not on the sidelines? How's that going to work?
3: Just well, get rid of say- the linemen. Oh, go ahead, Jake. No, no, Wally, please. I was going to say, they should just get rid of the linemen this year and go seven on sevens, like a like, mm. a, like backyard football. <laughs> I like that. Go
0: back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay. I was going to say, I would
0: hate to be the <laughs> linebacker showing blitz and then the quarterback starts spitting out audibles. It's like you, you all in my face, man. <laughs>
4: yeah. Which, which I, I seen a prototype of them putting a guard in the, in the mouth uh, area of the helmet. I don't know if that's real or if that was just a prototype, but that, that may be something they may do. And, uh, and earlier today I learned that there's already three officials that have already opted out. So we oh. may, as in the title of this show, we may get some replacement refs again and you know how that worked out.
3: Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> One that time.
4: Those are fun times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Touchdown>. Incomplete. <laughs> yeah.
4: Flag well, on the play. Where's with, my flag?
3: Well they could do as far as a um as far as the huddles and things like that. They could they could adopt something from the from the ML, from baseball and just have hand signals or, you know, little things like that just to keep an offense going, you know, if you want to run a two-minute drill. But that would take a lot of studying, which, I mean, they do have time for, right? Yeah. My question is simple, though. If
0: the NFL can play, why can't college football? And I also ask, Mm -hmm. if the Big Ten and the Pac-12 has opted out and said they're not going to play this fall, what do they know that the other conferences don't know?
2: Why isn't everyone on the same accord? So those, those are some questions I have. You know what, and I was thinking about that too, James. Uh, the Pac-10, uh, West Coast teams, where are some of the hardest hit areas uh, for COVID-19? Uh, West Coast University of Washington, Seattle, was like the first hotspot in the United States for COVID. Uh, down over in California, they were contemplating shedding the states back down. So I, I can understand it. Um, mm-hmm. Each area is hit a little different. You know, the Midwest, as far as like the Big 10, our numbers are up and down. Um, the SEC conference, the ACC, um, it's, it's really about location, to be honest. So I can understand why some teams aren't, some teams aren't, but I think the NCAA, you should either play or you should, because these student athletes are just that, student athletes, they're not paid professionally. So if anything happens and somebody dies because of COVID-19, there's gonna be hellish lawsuits across the NCAA landscape. And
4: I I think the difference is um, in the NFL they're they're truly adults. When you're in college, you know, depending on what your situation is, maybe maybe you're already living on your own and all that, and you don't have parental guidance. But if it was my kid, I'm saying you're not playing. Like this mm-hmm. is this could be a, a life or death situation. I, you you don't want to go all the way to the extreme, but obviously we've seen what what, what this what this virus looks like. So I think that's that's the difference. The difference is you got adults, true adults, and you got semi-adults/slash kids, and I think yeah. that's that's the major difference. Yeah, yeah. I
1: do I, I just don't think that as athletes it's worth it. I don't know if you guys have seen this before and after of what a healthy lung looks like and then a COVID hit lung, mm. and the COVID hit lung is beyond spongy. It looks yellow. It looks dainty as hell. It's basically like you're gonna struggle with life. It's similar to being a premature baby. Whatever you weren't able to consume in your mom's womb, it's gonna to happen to you later on in life. So there's, um, I forget the, the Nuggets player, he still looks kind of winded out there. I think it's Jokish? But he's- Are What? Yeah, I think, yeah, he had it. And he looks very much winded when I've been seeing him play lately. I said, wow, I wonder if he's still being affected by it. And I think that it's just, you know, sometimes you're gonna be better safe than sorry.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think everyone should just be granted an extra year of eligibility. I would love to see football in the spring, but it's not worth it. Um, Like someone was talking about, Justin Fields from Ohio State. I can't believe I just said that school name. But uh, if he plays in the spring, he's more likely leaving and he's going to go pro. So what does that mean? You know, draft is in April. He's going to start training camp over the summer. I mean, that's that's a very quick turnaround time. That's not fair to him.
1: That's
4: true. Yeah. The eligibility thing, you hit the nail on the head, is that you, you have to, if they play or not, I think you have to because their their future is relying on how they play. And if they yep. cannot play, which is not their fault, this is an unforeseen you know, mm-hmm. circumstance, you got you got to give it to them and it needs to be
3: done. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I think with the, with how much funding these colleges have as far as football goes, I think they could have really made something like a bubble type situation because these kids are going to be online anyway, doing online learning. So why not bring a Big Ten, Big Ten schools, Pac-12 schools, and put them somewhere where they will stay, where they could stay for three or four months, and they could play on Saturdays, much like the NBA is doing. There won't be any fans. We'll ha- they'll have some refs that'll stay that'll stay inside and just create a whole bubble situation with the NCAA because. Was it 12 teams in the Pac-12? Uh, Big 10 is 10 teams. I don't know how many teams are in the SEC, but I think that there are enough funds and enough land and resources where these colleges and universities and power conferences can do that.
0: Well, I heard Oklahoma, uh, you mentioned online learning. Oklahoma, they're actually on campus. And they, they were, the football team was doing just fine. This was just on the news recently. They, the football team was doing just fine. Classes started. Everyone came to campus. The football team was given a week off. Now nine players have tested positive from COVID-19. Oh, wow. Was, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. I think that's just just writing on the wall. As a football fan, I don't want to say it, but college football oh. shouldn't happen. It,
4: it really shouldn't. Not at all. And the craziest part of it is the, the hottest spots are the ones that are so gung-ho on having this season. Florida. Seriously, Florida, Texas, I live here. Seriously, I mean, all of these, North Carolina, all of these Southern, you know, states are like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to just keep on pushing. And whoever gets COVID, so what? Like, what kind of approach is that? Yeah. will deal with it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anyone deals with conspiracy theories, but I heard one recently. Uh, there was two conferences where players said, we want a seat at the table we want to be able to talk about if we should play or not. And those two conferences was the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, the only two conferences to get shut down. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Uh, Justin Fields just started – have said his name again – just started a petition, um, you know, trying to get um, them to be able to to have a seat once again. So who knows if that's going to get any traction, but I guess we'll see.
4: Yeah, he, he he's pushing. I mean, he, he's gotten – quite a few signatures, I think it's up to 300,000 yeah. at least is what I heard earlier. So yep. like he, he's trying. Yeah, he, he's, he's barking up the wrong tree though. It's not happening. I know he wish he didn't leave Georgia now. He could <laughs> still be playing.
0: <laughs>
4: True.
1: I didn't even know he started a petition. Now that's news to me.
2: Yeah. All right. Awesome. I just say on the last point, be careful what you ask for because if he petitions it, let's just say that it winds up coming to fruition that they play then everybody
3: comes down with COVID. It'd be funny if he
2: petitions, he
0: wins, and then he opts out. That'd be awesome.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. That would be great. (laughs) He he wouldn't even do a press conference. He would just send a fax. (laughs) Who'd
1: fax
3: anymore? Got to go to his grandmother's house and send a fax. Right? Who has a fax
1: machine still these (laughs) days? I'm I'm
3: gone. And you're not even going to give him benefit of the doubt of an email?
4: It has to be a Yeah. I'm just picking the weirdest possible way he would send it.
2: From Canada, he'll opt in and go to the CFL. He can
3: send pigeons. Maybe he can
0: send snail mail. And since we're talking about moving things around with the United States Postal Service, maybe he'll never get uh, get there. He's just a no call, no show. Right? They're mistaken for a mail in
2: ballot. Well, maybe he'll play for that. Maybe he'll play for the XFL, seeing as how the rock bought the XFL.
0: Now nah, he's going straight NFL, he ain't
3: gonna take no pit stops. Well, maybe like right. my, my Darko Milicic, then you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I, I think that Erica's going to be
2: leading us into the next topic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm here like, where's my perfect opportunity? And then you guys said the fax machine. I was like, well, this is perfect because there's a player who played in the era of fax machines who is my greatest of all time. It is none other than Tim Duncan. I feel like I want you to throw your daggers at me first because I'm curious to see what you think.
0: (laughs) Who who did you say, Erica?
1: I said James.
0: Oh, you said me. Oh, boy. So... (laughs) I'm looking at you the way they all looked at me when I said Darko was a good pick. Just (laughs) let the record stay. You know, Tim Duncan was a a great player, no doubt about it. But to be in the conversation of the greatest of all time, question mark. I looked at some stats, and
3: (laughs) that's huge.
0: As, As I should. I looked at four players. And I, I'm not going to say their names. I'm sure some of you uh, will know who I'm speaking of. You got one player who averaged 25 points a game. Well, first of all, let's stop. Uh, actually, let's back up. When we talk about greatest of all time, what are we measuring that off of? Are we measuring off of individual accolades? Are we in, uh, re- talking about uh, championships? What are we gauging the greatest of all time? Are we saying, hey, he's my personal favorite player, so he's the greatest of all time? So what are we measuring that off of? The latter. <laughs> oh, your personal favorite.
1: Oh, yeah, but I'm Then this show is day. over
0: then. I got nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but definitely I'm a big advocate for him because I feel like he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Um, you know, oh, they play fundamental basketball. It's so boring to watch. And I'm just like, I don't understand how it's boring to watch, but to each their own because I guess New Yorkers just one to watch the Knicks lose. So, thank God I'm not a Knicks fan. Shout out to <laughs> Yeah,
4: I, I would – I would say this: Tim Duncan is the best. It
1: is power forward. forward. Sorry,
4: best power forward of all time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I'm not. I'm never going to rag on him for being the big fundamental because mm-hmm. it's it's clearly it's one of multiple championships. So I mean, that to me, anybody that comes up with that argument should be slapped. Should slap themselves because that that that's a horrible argument. But Tim Tim Timmy is the best <clears throat> power forward of all time. I agree with that. Best of all time, I, I can't go that far because if you look at Eric's background, uh, I grew up in the area. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me one second. I'm
1: sorry. We see it. We see oh.
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at, at him D up. The great. The great. Well, I have a question D
1: for you, Eric. D. Do you think that had, obviously, had I brought this up when the last dance was on. Do you think of that team, the 98 Bulls had never broken up, you think they would have won the 99 finals?
2: They were getting older, it's possible. I, I would say that it, mm-hmm. it was probably likely that they would have if they would've kept their core intact. So yeah, exactly. it's like, I believe, now that might've been their last championship because teams were coming up fast. Uh, mm-hmm. The Spurs would, with, with, uh, David exactly. and Tim Duncan had just got there. Um So yeah, but the Spurs would've been a handful. So it either would've been the Spurs or the Rockets that would've got them. Mm. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And just to chime in a little bit, Duncan, the greatest power forward of all time. I mean, the greatest. You know what? I can't even say he's the greatest power forward of all time. And that's not throwing shade at him. Larry Bird.
3: You
2: know right. hold, hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let's let's talk about Larry Bird, who was a combo forward. He played both the four and the three. Carl Malone, he didn't win any championships, but statistically, he's the second leading scorer all time in the NBA. So a lot of folks, you know, have a tendency to forget about that. And is Tim Duncan really a power forward or a center?
1: That's always a subject, yeah. I, 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 think,
2: he's power I think he's a power forward. He's definitely yeah. a top ten. And and as far as him being fundamentally sound, absolutely. But Tim Duncan doesn't get enough credit for that competitive fire. You ever look at Tim Duncan's face when he's on the floor? He's all mm-hmm. He's yeah. all business. And if folks get to talking junk to Tim, Tim doesn't really say much, but man. You you'll know his response from you running your mouth, you know, after he didn't posted you up about four or five times or then dunked on you. You're like, what just happened? You look exactly. like oh, That was Tim team.
1: Duncan? <laughs>
2: like 25 points, 15 boards, like seven or eight assists, and a couple of steals and a couple of blocks. Love Tim Duncan. The Spurs, love them. Other than the Pistons, the Spurs, where's my favorite team? Oh.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. No, I was probably more of a Ginobili guy than I was a Duncan guy, but undoubtedly that was Tim Duncan's team but oh, yeah, right. I was more of a Ginobili guy. Let's get the ball to Ginobili and get out his way. Mm. Especially if he starts to bleed when you hit him in the nose. <laughs> I, I guess my
4: my thing, um, I, I never considered Larry Bird, I guess, a power forward. I mean, it, you, right. you're right, though. If you look it up on the great Wikipedia, which is the great source for all true information,
1: of course. Basketball basketball
4: reference. It says small forward, power forward. So yeah. I never really looked at it that way, so you, you kind of opened my eyes to that. But uh, you, you got to put Carmelo in there, uh, but Carmelo just never—they—they they were in the era of Jordan. Anybody in that era, you, you just you weren't you wasn't going to win, and it's unfortunate. But
0: so looking at uh, once again, looked at some stats. We talked about before the show came on. We talked about uh, personal files. And we were joking about the uh, Michael Jordan-Kobe picture that uh, Eric has here. And we said Jordan's never had a foul called against him. Well, I got some interesting (laughs) news for you all. Four players, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. Career, one person has averaged 1.8 personal
2: fouls a game. Out of those four players, who do you think that is? Kobe. I, well, I'm uh, guessing it's probably Duncan since we're talking about Duncan. I think it's LeBron. All right, so I heard Kobe. I heard
0: uh Duncan. I Kobe too. Heard Kobe again. What'd I'm you say, say, Ben?
4: I'm gonna say Kobe. Kobe was aggressive. He was an
0: aggressive yeah. defender. So 1.8 personal fouls is LeBron. He's got the oh. he averaged the lowest personal fouls amongst those four. Next is Tim Duncan at 2.4. Kobe, 2.5, and Jordan averaged the most personal fouls of those four people at 2.6. I thought that was pretty wow. interesting considering we were saying
4: wow. he doesn't get fouls. That is an interesting stat right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, early in the wow. game with those fouls, probably, probably pretty early. You know Michael wasn't fouling out no games, man. No.
0: no, no. Same basis. That's still <laughs> no, no. a
2: low number, though,
0: 2.6. <laughs> yeah, especially for a wing player, for sure. So... Championships, of course, we all know this. uh Ramon has three championships. bean has uh uh five championships. Jeffrey has uh six championships, and Theodore has five championships. Eric's looking at me like, Who the hell are you talking about? I was going about
4: middle names middle names so yeah, <laughs> yeah, middle names. <laughs> <laughs> Are
2: about
4: like the I was like Ramon. Who is that? <laughs> I have
1: Wikipedia hey,
0: open hey, right hey, now. <laughs> Ramon. Anyone know who Ramon is?
2: Razor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> three championships. Ramon. LeBron. Three championships. Three Finals MVPs. Four league MVPs. Fourteen time All Star. Two gold medals and a bronze medal. Yes, it's LeBron. LeBron. LeBron is Ramon. Yes,
2: Ramon. Yeah, I,
0: I, I, Ramon James. No, I was today R-J. year old when I found that out.
1: Ramon. Wow. I
0: can't look at him the same anymore. He's Ramon now.
1: <laughs> I don't know if anyone calls him Ramon.
3: I don't think
0: anyone does. His mom. His, his, mom, mom, maybe. his, his
3: mom for sure <laughs> right. calls him Ramon. Still, that's you know, moms can call you anything. You know, right? It's, yeah. This is yeah. True. Down.
0: <laughs> and of course, I think we all know who Bean is. Bean's oh, yeah. got um uh, five championships, yep. Two finals MVPs, one league no MVP, eighteen time all-star, two gold medals. Yep, that's Kobe. <laughs> How about Jeffrey?
2: Gonna be Mike. Michael,
0: Michael. Yep. Jordan, always, six so. championships, six finals MVPs, five league MVPs, fourteen time all stars, one gold medal. Yep. And good old Theodore.
1: With his
0: bronze medal. That's And Theodore, not from the uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks either. What about the Cosmic <laughs> Show? <laughs> three, no, not him either. Three gold medals, five championships, two league MVPs, three finals MVPs, and 15-time All-Star. Erica, your friend, Mr. Tim Duncan.
1: What?
2: Dope. Yeah, Theodore. Tim Theodore Duncan. Got yeah. three Tim, Th- timmy has got three gold medals? I was going to uh, say, I thought he had a bronze medal.
0: From you know, so what I saw on Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> un- unless Ben le- jumped
2: in there and edited something, <laughs> that's
4: what I'm doing right now. Somebody I- <laughs>
2: had a bronze medal too. That was the Olympics before the NBA players. Um, I think it was right after the first Dream Team, and then I think there was a break.
1: Oh, it was the FIBA Americas. Champion. Okay. Oh, it was the oh, Tournament okay.
2: of Americas. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But that Athens run, which we all should remember, that was that team when they won bronze. The
4: Wow. Yeah, that, that that bronze one will always go down.
3: As oh, yeah.
1: Bad good. memories.
3: Bad memories, yeah. Yeah. But it shows how good the world was really getting, though. I mean, like we were yeah. talking uh, we get the Darko, but we also get the Lucas and the Porzingis. <laughs> the Lucas and the Porzingis <laughs> of the world.
0: And you know what? There was another guy. Don't know if you all will remember him. Erica, you probably won't. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm aging myself here. But it was a guy that played for Puerto Rico, I forget what year, but Carlos Arroya, oh, he yeah. made a name for himself, ended up coming to the NBA because of his time in the Olympics. So it
3: definitely provided a great opportunity for some uh, young yeah. international players. And i oh, to
1: David Stern for doing your, that.
3: Your team yeah. wouldn't have been put together. Uh, Patty Mills wouldn't be on the Spurs if he hadn't dropped 40 on the U.S. in mm. the-
2: Mm-hmm. True. and and Tony Kukos let's not forget about Tony Kukos one of the first uh, players um, what about Petrovic the guy who used to play for the Nets he, who unfortunately passed away which was another like dog NBA player so there's a lot of good foreign players and yet we still picked Darko
0: <laughs> yes it started this this episode started with Darko it ended with Darko, Darko that's what I'm talking about King Number Darko one.
3: Number and one, in did, line, number did.
2: one in our
0: hearts.
2: Darko, <laughs> Darko, and um and and Duncan meet in the NBA Finals. I they did,
0: they did, yeah. The next True. year after they won it, you know what? Yeah. Darko is the only person. All these players were talking about. Maybe he should be the goat. He was the NBA <laughs> champion. He is a farmer, and he he a was a farm. kickboxer. Come on now, he's multi-talented. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jack of all trades, master of some.
2: You know, no, 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 he's, he's, he's the greatest of all trash. <laughs> that's the <for> Darko. <laughs> greatest of all trash. Whoa.
3: Imagine having to fight a seven-footer in a kickboxing ring. Right? Oh, God. Oh, oh it's really definitely got the reach. Yeah. Detroit, that's
2: a that's an easy answer. Darko's going down. I mean, Darko's from Detroit. Darko should know the rules. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, if I can't get you with one way, I'll get you the other.
4: At least you can say he's had one of the most uh, versatile careers basketball, kickboxing, farming. Yep. Now he's playing in his his native hometown, Navio Sad, in the I Came to Play league or something like that. Wow. Is that like the Serbian Big Three? I don't know what that is. But. There might
3: not be enough people. It might be like
4: a big one or big two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I'll, I'll pick them up in a half court game.
2: Yeah, that's about Darko. the only thing you do is pick them up. Darko ain't running. Darko don't play defense. He better <laughs> play
4: defense. Neither <laughs> does Carmelo.
1: Hey,
4: well, hey! Don't true. talk about don't talk about Caribbean Mellow. Okay.
1: I was gonna say no <laughs> Mellow slander.
4: Oh boy, <laughs> Mellow Mello, Mello with the sunglasses in the press conferences these days. <laughs> hey, hey mellow mellow doing a little salsa and then you sit down and you do his interview. All right. I'm
2: I'm feeling the mellow right now. You know what? If I was married to Lala, I'd be happy too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well he should be that's, happy that Ron me. is his best friend because he saved his life off that banana boat. have you guys heard <laughs> that story?
1: <laughs> I forgot about the banana boat story. Throwback.
3: <laughs> oh gosh. They, they
4: they were all supposed to be on the Knicks one day. Uh but see how that worked out. Yeah. 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 I did it
2: the, well, on about the, Knicks. the Knicks. How, how in the world do the Knicks wind up telling uh, Kevin Durant? Well, we don't want to sign you because you're injured. Man, for real. Like it's, it's the Knicks. Not,
4: I, 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 supposedly that was the plan. Kyrie and KD was supposed to go to New York, but that's always <laughs> the plan every year. Every year, <laughs> it's that somebody's supposed to go there and they don't. Yep. Well Donald, I'm York. tired of that story. They're in New
3: York. They're in Brooklyn, New York. They're in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, they're you gotta new keep York. us posted on who you guys who who the city wants this year. Is it gonna be like is it gonna be BI? Are they gonna get LeBron for some reason? How about a new owner? Are they gonna get LeBron James Jr.? Yeah, a new
1: owner, definitely. That's what's necessary first right now. But it's I don't think that even the solution is to sell the team because I feel like if they even sell the team, they're gonna the team's gonna be moved from New York.
2: You know what? They could do how they did, and this is probably dating myself. With the New York Yankees, with George Steinbrenner, when they suspended him, suspended him for two years, and they wind up winning a championship. And then I think they went to the World Series the next year when the son was running it. So how about with, how about with Dolan? How about let him keep the team, but forbid him to run it? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So Jerry Jones a- could probably take a, a page out of that playbook. But... Yeah, really.
4: Does he have a son? <laughs> that doesn't like him or something that can, like, lock him in the basement for a season or something like that. Right. They, don't, okay. they don't know where he is, you know, he just slide him through the door or he
3: something. Play, he needs to just go play in his band and just, you know, go traveling a little bit. Yeah, it's
1: an ego thing. It's it's ridiculous. But you know what? I guess when you have that much billions of dollars, then you can do whatever the hell you want.
2: You can, but just because you can do whatever you want doesn't mean that you will do it's it. Exactly. Well. Mm-hmm. Cause that's just like a that's just like me. I think I'm a smart guy, but there's no way that I would consider myself a doctor. <laughs> oh, you definitely you would not operate on me.
3: Open I mean, heart surgery.
2: I I, I, in I my I mind. So many somebody times. open it did. I've got somebody's heart beating in my hand. I'm like, okay, what next? You, you put it back in, duh. I, it, it's just, it's just throw it in there and be like, I'm done.
0: I'm just just it upside do down. Me. Like I'm just it upside down. A right.
3: have, I'm a self-taught doctor. <laughs> like uh, you myself. Yeah. Oh, doctor, I got you like, needs like, all I need need. education
4: like like everybody says I watched it on YouTube I can do heart exactly. surgery now
0: you know what? <laughs> and then bef- the night before stay at a holiday inn exactly. problem solved <laughs> that's it right exactly.
1: it's
0: easy somebody will me the instructions on how to do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> tutorials <laughs>
0: Well, everyone, we're up against the hour. This has been a wonderful conversation. Definitely appreciate everyone's time, uh, taking time out from your own shows, being your 12 dozen shows, your radio station, (laughs) all the everything you got going on, Erica, you know, getting married and traveling the world, whatever it is that you're doing too. Definitely appreciate everyone uh, for sure. Uh, It's been fun. Um, As usual, we like to end the show by saying, Fans, you heard it from our our mouths to your ears. Thank you for tuning in.
2: Stay safe, America.
1: Thanks, guys, for having us.
2: Appreciate
4: pleasure it,
3: guys. Our pleasure. pleasure.